Scott here from Social Energy Presents, and welcome to this podcast short from our signature show, Your Backstage Pass, featuring a special vignette from another great episode. Okay, so, yeah, so ask the question again. Ask the question again. Sure, yeah. So, you know, you work with so many amazing artists, A-listers that have really set the tone for so many different music genres internationally. What do you look for in an artist that makes you say, there's something special there. Is there anything particular that just, it, it clicks with you or is it just a process to get no, to you that know, point? Or? I, I think it's, I think it's, it, it starts out as gut, uh, just gut feel. And, and then, and then there's a certain amount of analysis that goes with it. Uh, you know, and then, and we think about it, it's, it's really, does someone have uh, a, a, a really, a really memorable, a really, sorry, a really memorable voice, that uh, you know, in other words, not necessarily Celine Dion hit hit the notes crazy in a crazy way, but it is, right. is a voice like a Nora Jones whose voice is you you hear it instantly. You know that voice is so recognizable if it comes on the radio or whatever. It's just one of those iconic voices. Right? Is there a lyric that might that, that just might completely movie change the world? Go all the way back to me walking up the street and, and Bob Dylan's song coming out and me going. Wow, that's that's you know what was it about that? I still don't know what Positively Four Street's about. You know, but all I know somehow <laughs> somehow it, it kind of got me. Right. Uh, is there some energy like like the Beatles? The first time I heard them, I mean, it's just it's just uh, it really it really is more or less a gut thing. And then there's a certain amount of okay, that's really cool, but uh, am I just going to be hitting my head against the wall completely and not and not? It's not so much about am I going to waste my t- time and and uh, not make any money. It, it's really more about am I going to match the expectations of that artist. So if an artist right. comes along and is doing something that's really, really alternative that I think is super talented, and they maybe think they're going to be you know playing in front of eighty thousand people, and I recognize it, I I don't think so. Then then we're going to have a you know a disconnect at some point in our relationship. Yeah. So it's also about what's the expectation of the artist and um, as to whether I get involved. Um, I mean, you know, we, we're, we, we, we try to help develop some younger artists in our company. And there was, there was this young artist, uh, you know, who really shows some, some promise and was asking me a question. And I, and I said to him, I said, look, let me ask you a question. Are you, are you really interested in playing for, you know, like, like a, an arena full of people. Or are you interested in, in playing for your own audience? And he said, you know, I just want the people that listen to my music to really get it and love it. And I don't care if it's a club site. And I went, okay, we're going to help you. Like, like I, I like, I like that. Like he really wanted to get a message across as opposed right. to just be, uh, just be a star. That's kind of a different game. So I don't know. It's, it's really, it's a gut thing. And guess what? I'm not always right. You know, I just got to be right more than I'm wrong. So got a pretty good batting average. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad, but I've also been lucky enough to, uh, to, to get, uh, uh, you know, hired on with some artists that, that have already, you know, created careers for themselves and stuff. So that's cool too. Anybody out there right now that really turns your crank, somebody out there that's happening that you go, wow, this is like, any you, new you mean, any new artists that really like really turn well, your crank? Well, you mean new artists that, that I represent or that are just out there? Just anybody. You mentioned that Ed Sheeran, for example. Oh, you mean like just the bigger artist? Oh, you know, I can't think of anyone off the you know off, off the top of my head. That's uh, you know you, you know what happens as you as you advance. You're, you're not as I'm, I'm not as tuned in as I was when I was maybe sixteen, seventeen, twenty. 
Yeah. But um, here's a good way to ask that. Who's on your playlist? Yeah. Well, now that's an interesting question. So if I if I gave you, I made this playlist. Well, here. Okay. How about this? I'll just look at my playlist. All right. I'll show you. <laughs> yeah. Who's on Sam's playlist? Because that, that this probably speaks a lot. Yeah. That's a very good question, and I like I'll just go. And I love this, and, and I love Spotify for that reason, which is I might not like it for some other reason. And and my playlist is I got a bunch of playlists, right? But if I look at my what I call just like a party place, if I'm having people over for dinner, it goes from the Temptations to Michael McDonald to Bruno Mars to Sam Smith to Frank Sinatra to Tony Bennett to Bobby Darren to Nat King Cole to Michael Bublé to Diana Krall to Fred Astaire. Sarah McLaughlin to uh, Al Green to wow. uh, Gladys Knight to Smokey Robinson to James Taylor, um, all the way to Duke Ellington, Neil Diamond, Journey, Frankie Valley, Rod Stewart, Jimmy Ruffin, Bob Dylan, Van Morrison. That's some range. What a mess. Wow. So, so, so that's, that's, a bit, that's kind of an easy, but you know, it's funny, but when we have uh, a dinner party or something, we throw that thing on, people all go, wow, that's a great playlist. Where'd you get that? Yeah, my taste is really eclectic that way. There's, um, there's a young artist I've been working with for a couple of years, Jordan Smith. Jordan won The Voice a few years ago. I you remember, he's the guy that finished up with uh, somebody to love. Uh, big, big guy with just this unbelievable well maybe maybe the best voice i've ever heard in my life just a fantastic fantastic singer and a, just a beautiful guy and um first record well his christmas record did well first record on republic was a complete mismatch because they're they're more about drake and uh you know that kind of stuff so but he's moved into the faith-based music field so more of a christian record that's coming out but just he's from the heart and and, he, and that's the other thing you asked me what do i look for I, I look for a voice that's connected to the heart, if you understand that. In other words, mm-hmm. when you hear Sarah McLaughlin sing, it's impossible to not understand the emotion that comes through. She can't even she can't even be in a sound check without her heart coming through the music, mm-hmm. right? So it, it's kind of, it's kind of like that. Is there you know how real is it? Are they are they really feeling it? Or are they just you know pretending? Hey, thanks for joining us. Check out our many other podcasts featuring vignettes and full episodes from a growing list of recording artists and other music insiders. And please like, share, and subscribe to our channel so we can bring you more great content from this and many other shows we're now producing. Available both on podcast and video on demand.